You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Ben Hook does a segment every week. He does it well too. And a lot of little stories that perhaps uh, don't make the, the headlines in the papers and that, but he certainly does a great job. Here's one as we welcome you, Hooky. The Mount Gambier pioneers go within a whisker of stealing a Victorian trophy. What's all that about? Uh, I, I don't know. I've I got a funny feeling that you guys have a pretty large listenership in Mount Barker, uh, Mount Barker, Mount Gambia. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure all of the people down in Mount Gambia know all about the pioneers. But outside of Mount Gambia, I mean, this is, this is the team in South Australian basketball that outside of the Sixers and the Lightning is the best club we've got. And no one knows about them. And they're an amazing story. They, they played in the grand final of the NBL, NBL 1 South competition, which is like the Victorian State League. Uh, they lost uh, that grand final last weekend, so uh, disappointing for them. They went down to the Hobart Chargers, which is a remarkable story in itself. The Victorian competition, the grand final between Hobart and Mount Gambier, yeah. of course, played in Melbourne. You, you'd never expect the, the Victorians to hand <laughs> over their grand final. But I, I just reckon it's an amazing story where they've come from. Uh, this is a team that was in the Southeast Australian Basketball League, the Seabull, and it essentially collapsed at the end of 2018. And they went to this NBL1 format. So there was an NBL1 South for Victoria, an NBL1 Central for South Australia. And no one wanted the Mount Gambier Pioneers. NBL1 South refused to have them, essentially because they didn't have uh, a women's team. NBL1 Central originally voted against them coming into the South Australian competition just because of travel and expenses and a whole host of those things. And also because they were worried that they'd be too good. They were essentially a professional team coming into an amateur competition so for a best part of six months the pioneers had, had was a club a professional club with nowhere to play eventually it, the, the the central league relented and they came into the south australian competition in 2019 halfway through that year they got an offer to go play in the new zealand league and basketball australia what's well, got to be said handled this whole situation terribly refused them permission to go and play in new zealand knowing that they had nowhere else to play because they already felt that we were doing enough for New Zealand basketball, essentially. Long story short, they moved back into the, uh, the South competition, the Victorian competition for 20 and 21. Two years of lockdowns and border restrictions, oh, yeah. so they couldn't play. And two years of abandoned leagues. They finally got back and played this year after two years off. Uh, and they've gone through to a grand final. So, a great story. A little community club that has just made good for so long. They've won championships in 2014, 15, and 17. And to finally get back to the pointy end, it's a real it's a real fill-up in the cap of all of those people down there at Mount Gambier running that oh, club. Well done. Well, well explained too, Ben. Hey, just a quick one on the two-tier system. They've talked about this for a while in the sacket. You know, they, we call it district cricket, the Premier League. There's going to be two tiers, which uh, Andrew Capel wrote about in the paper this morning. Which Are, are you in favour of the two-tier system, then a relegation system at the end of it? Look, I'm not uncomfortable with seeing how it goes. Uh, I'm always keen to get a little bit more detail. I think we all agree that something had to happen, that 13 clubs isn't the right fit. 
what I'm comfortable with about this is that we're not going to dump any club. We're not going to coerce clubs into yeah. uh, a merger that they don't want to be a part of. We're going to have 13 clubs and all of the volunteers and, and all of the history is going to be retained. I love that. Um, I think eight and six is probably about right. Um, so there's going to be eight teams in the first division and six teams in the second division. I'm interested in the relegation and promotion. Will there be two teams going up or will there be only one? I think there needs to be two to give incentive yeah. to get out of that second tier. And then my other query is there's going to be a South Australian under-19 oh, team. I was going to ask playing. you about that. Yeah. How does, yeah. How, how's that going to work? So they're going to, well, pin, they're going to pinch players from the, from the district the clubs. clubs. Yeah. And, and are they going to pinch them out of Division 1 clubs and put them in the Division 2 competition? If, if we're really talking about development of our best young players, Aren't we trying to avoid sticking them in Division 2? So I just don't mm. quite grasp that yet. I'm sure there's more detail to come. I'm open-minded. As I said, I think something needed to happen. Um, but I just would like to get a bit more clarity about how that's going to work because I, I just am concerned that there are going to be some pretty good cricketers who are going to play an inferior standard of cricket by going and playing under-19. Yeah. So I'll just be, I'll be keen to see how that works out. Here's the other thing, boys. What happens in three years' time if the Redbacks are still struggling? What yeah. do we do next? Yeah, that's that's right. the other thing we've got to work out as well. So there's some issues with player development here. I noticed that this year we've had to recruit basically our entire pace attack because we just don't think anyone has made the grade out of South Australian yeah. cricket. And I, I just find that hard to believe with everything we've put into the resources of SA cricket that we've got no fast bowlers out of it. So we've got some work to do still. Bring Dizzy back, I reckon. Now we've seen <laughs> we've seen um, some horror falls both in the you know the horse racing and of course the the trots. Lisa Ryan, I believe, a, a fantastic return after having a horror fall there, hooky. Maybe the most courageous woman in South Australian sport, boys. I was at Globe Derby for Cup Night, so this is the SA Cup, the SA Derby, yep. and the SA yep. Trotters Cup. All on one night in April. She, now, this is, I was personally there watching this from 20 metres away because my wife was in the mobile starter. And I was filming it at the time, would you believe? And I'm at the shoot. I don't know if you guys know Globe Derby, but there's a shoot where the, the horses and the drivers come in and out about 150 metres ahead of the sort of past the finishing the post. Yeah. Anyway, I'm yep. filming from there. And there is a horrendous crash just after that finishing post right in front of me. And Lisa oh. Ryan is thrown from her mount. She must have been fling 10 metres forward and just came crashing down onto the track. It looked awful. She broke eight vertebrae. I mean, oh. that is a serious fall. She had five cracked ribs. She had a brain bleed, you name it. She, she Now, she. I'm not saying she's old, but she is experienced, Lisa. She's, um, you know, the, the other side of 50, if you like. Yep. So she only took it up when she was about 40. Um, anyway, she told her husband from hospital, that's it, I'm not, that's it, I'm retired. She was done. Of course, you know what it's like. Two, three days later, she starts to get a bit of a feel for feel things. For she got back into working around the stables. Anyway, she made a return to driving last Saturday night with her third drive, drove a winner. I should know the name of the, It was called uh, Abstractor. So um, there you are on Saturday night, just five months after breaking her back, essentially, in eight places. She's driving a winner uh, at the top level of South Australian trotting. So, yeah. Lisa Ryan, the most courageous woman in South Australian sport, bar none. Jeez, what a story. Just another great story. An 80-year-old player, hockey player, is about to play in a grand final this weekend, Ben. Her name's Bev McKeegan. Um, she took up playing for the Aroa Hockey Club when she was 12, and she's just never given it up, boys. Uh, Aroa merged with Sturt to form Adelaide, so she's played with the same club for 68 years. There is no oh. one playing at her club 
who was even born. born. Oh, so, no, no one at the club knows anything other than Bev McKeegan playing hockey. There's a great photo of her. She, she actually is 80 next month, so she's still 79, oh. but I've seen a photo of her warming up with her 12-year-old goalkeeper, which I just reckon <laughs> is amazing. So 79 years of age, she's in the Metro Women's 5 team. They've made the grand final this weekend. Um, she's in it, and she said this will be her last game of hockey at 79. You know, why wouldn't you just go on with it if you've got that far, boys? Uh, great stuff. Well done, Ben. Uh, some great stories there. Ben Hook. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.